You're listening to the Captain Groomer Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to podcast episode four. I'm here with the ever beautiful Lauren Bruin and our guest this evening, Ollie Farivar. Did I say it right? Uh, fatty Var. Fatty Var. Yeah. Ollie Fatty June. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savon gets no passes because he is Parisian. Yeah. We're both we're both Middle Eastern descent, so yes. it's all good. Ollie brings a lot to the table tonight. He is a not only a genius when it comes to sales, um, talking to women, just, you know, the all around dude. Like you were a wildland firefighter. Now you're in the medical field. Yeah. And I really want to touch on a lot of like key things, like key points. Like okay. you bring a lot to the table. Thanks, man. So, uh, yeah, we're going to start it off yeah, with something. Thanks for having me on. Yeah. Right on. So, Ollie. Yes, sir. Tell me about wildland firefighting. I want to like just take it back a little bit because, dude, you're huge. You're six five. For the people listening, you're six five. Mm -hmm. You're a beast. <laughs> you grew up in Eastern Washington. Mm -hmm. What was that like? Uh, so um, when people think Eastern Washington, I think they usually think of like either like southeastern Washington, so Tri Cities or Spokane or something kind of far east. Um, but, uh, but I'm just right over the mountains. So, um, although I have a 509 area code, I'm, uh, I was born and raised in Leavenworth. Uh, my mom is like fifth generation there, I think, uh, in the 1890s or something like that. Um, uh, the Kellys, uh, kind of moved from, I, th I think it was Tennessee or maybe that was her mom's side. I can't remember, but nonetheless, um, so I have a lot of roots there. Uh, I grew up there. My dad is from Iran. Um, He's so nice. Yeah. <laughs> He loves it. Um, yeah, he uh, no, he uh, uh, he came, lived in Seattle after he li went to college in Canada. Met my mom there, um, and uh, so yeah. Um, anyways, long story short, grew up there. Um, you know, there wasn't because it's such a small town. If you live there and you're in college, you're not super employable. You can go like flip burgers. You can go, you know, kind of do some random stuff around town. Um, but the like the job that you actually made some money. And that was kind of cool, you know. Uh, you had some, you had some, you know, you had some clout in town. Was uh, being a uh, being on the fire crew, and okay. So I worked construction for a couple summers after high school. I, w I actually went fished in Alaska directly after high school when I was seventeen. Came back uh, next summer after working in restaurants throughout the year. My summer jobs were construction for a couple of years, and then in two thousand and eight, I want to say. Um, that's when, uh, my, my best friend Reese, um, he'd been doing it for about a year, uh, uh, firefighting. It's something that he was kind of pitching me on. He said that you'd be really good at it. You know, we could use a guy like, you know, uh, you know, bigger, bigger guy like you, you know, moving stuff, whatever, potentially <laughs> run a chainsaw, you know, whatever, you know, like, you know, you look like you Go would work rip the branches off yeah, that tree. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Turn down. Um, but, uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, anyways, he, uh, no, he, he, he kind of just, uh, uh, really sold me on it. And, uh, then my cousin Alex simultaneously was, um, uh, was working for a different crew, uh, same, uh, same area though, same station in Leavenworth. And so next summer I applied and, um, yeah, uh, they ended up hiring me. Uh, I took, uh, I, I did the DNR first, which is in Wenatchee department of uh, natural resources, what mm -hmm. it stands for. And then, uh, then I got on with the forest service and yeah, I did that for, I think five years. Uh, my last season, I actually went to Arizona and followed my buddy Reese, um, and, uh, was on a, a crew, uh, called Blue Ridge and they were, um, just outside of Flagstaff. And, uh, if anybody's seen that movie, um, only the brave it's with Josh Brolin, I think. Mm -hmm. And then 
uh, uh, Jeff um, Bridges is in it, and then uh, yeah. Jennifer Connelly. Um, mm-hmm. Anyways, uh, that was actually about um, uh, a tragic incident that happened from a from a crew that I actually used to work, uh, or you know, side by side with um, the summer before in 2012, because 2013 was when that um, when that actually all happened. When uh, 19 guys perished, it was the single largest uh, incident fatality mm-hmm. I think in uh, U.S. fire history. But anyways. Um, yeah, my last my last season was probably the most eventful one. Was definitely 2012. I worked the most. I did the most insane stuff. Um, yeah, I mean it was a it was a it was a crazy job for sure. Like, That's uh, gnarly. Yeah, I mean definitely something I don't think I would want to kind of keep doing into your you know your 40s and 50s. <laughs> it, it can be pretty brutal on you. Um, yeah, breathing in smoke all the time, working those hours. You know, it's really hard on your body, uh, your joints. But um, but wouldn't trade the experience for anything for sure. Totally. Mm. We're. Were you above? Because I can't remember in the conversations that we had. Because I read the book, right? Um, okay, yeah. like the the guy oh, no, that they came like, out the book. Okay, yeah, the guy that survived all mm-hmm. of it and was like part of the whole thing. He wrote yeah. a book on it. Oh, got it. Okay, so I think it was yeah. st- like fire jumpers, flame something, something jumpers. Hmm. But okay, it it goes through that entire thing mm. through the valley and mm. how everything went down yep but did you say like were you above them when that happened were you present when I that w- I, happened I, I, I was not no okay um, i think and you know i don't want to i don't want to get too much into detail i don't want to mm. you know kind of offend anybody but for f- sure from my knowledge of what happened there were two crews on the fire there was blue ridge mm-hmm. which was my old crew i still had a bunch of buddies on that crew my buddy reese um then uh, several other friends that i'd made the year before um, and then there was uh, another crew, and that was Granite Mountain. They were out of Prescott, gotcha. and uh, those were the only two. Um, one of them, I believe, was fighting on the uh, kind of the north side or the upper side of the hill. Uh, the last thing you want to do when you fight fires you uh, uh, is fight fire downhill because heat rises, right? So mm-hmm. you can get crazy winds that start up, and all of a sudden that just chases you up, up the hill. The, uh, the conditions were pretty calm, so I'm not going to question the guy's judgment at the time. But from what I understand, it just they, they were in the wrong spot at the wrong time. I don't know that my old fire chief would have made the same decision to put them in that position. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, it all happened really quickly. I remember I was actually at a, a festival at the gorge. I was cleaning up a campsite. I think it was Sunday morning. I looked on my Instagram and, um, my buddy said, posted something about, um, my buddy, Nick DeSoto, he, he posted something about Yarnell Hill fire. And I, you know, I was just like, oh, okay, cool. They're on a fire, whatever, you know, typical stuff. Yeah. And later that night you get a, call from my buddy Tom and he's like, Hey, did you hear about guys that perished, you know, on that fire? And I was like, Oh my God, you know, and I, and, uh, and I, and before I could even respond to him, I'm, I'm texting people, finally I got a hold of Reese and he's like, you know, man, this is what happened. And, and, uh, yeah, you know, it's, uh, totally, totally just a tragic thing, you know, mm-hmm. and it could happen to anybody. And it's so, it's just so unfortunate. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it just really brought a lot of things that were real to me. Like the season before it's like, Oh man, that could have happened on any fire I was on. That could have yeah. happened. You know, there's a lot of things that are completely out of your control. So it's, I think it's just, it's shameful to really blame, you know, totally. uh, you know, I'm sure they did plenty of investigations, you know, and really got to the bottom of exactly what happened in a very detailed timeline. But, um, but yeah, no, it was a great, great experience. Um, you know, uh, it, doing that, it really pushed me, pushed my mental and, uh, you know, my physical limits, but, um, but yeah, anyways, you know, that's, that's, that's what I did. You know, that's, uh, that was the, that was a cool thing to do. I got, you know, I got on a really cool crew in college, you know, I worked through all through college and then a year or two after and, and then, uh, and then I ended up transitioning out. Gotcha. Yeah. So I'm going to like kind of switch gears. True. So still keeping it in like the whole Leavenworth 509, totally. like your, your, uh, 
pretty much a celebrity when you're around town in Leavenworth. He's, because, Lauren, he's being very nice. He, like, I don't know. I think he's exaggerating. <laughs> because your mom was the mayor of Leavenworth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And were you on the fire crew? And like, what I'm getting at is what what was it like? Okay. Being someone that was of notoriety, okay. going through town, and kind of the the impact that had on you. So yeah, um, I think summer of 2011, I, I remember it vividly because I got home from college. I obviously had a job already lined up for me for the summer. Um, I just came back to the fire crew. I think it was for my third or fourth year. And uh, my mom, who was on city council, so she was actually involved in local politics, I think, uh, for a couple of years before that, she was on city council. And then she just said, you know what, I'm, I'm going to run for mayor. And I was like, whoa, you know, that's kind of a, you're really putting yourself out there. That's kind of le- to the level where you start getting some scrutiny because it's, it's not, you know, like when you, when you run for, you know, political office or something, but it's kind of like lower tier or something like that, especially in a small town like city council. It's like nobody's, you're not under the spotlight. People aren't yeah. polarized about, you know, like you running against this person or something like that, you know, yeah. not as much. And so when she decided to do that, I was kind of like, my nerves are a little bit racked, but I was like, whatever, you know, she's pretty much done, um, amazing, whatever she's decided to do in life. And nice. so I'm like, you know, if she's going to do it, uh, she's probably going to win and, <laughs> yeah. you know, and, uh, cause she just, she just wins, you know? And, yeah. uh, and so, yeah. So yeah. Um, you know, I started helping her campaign and stuff and I just remember my dad pulled me aside. He said, Hey, all, you know, it's really cool to have you home for the summer. Glad you're living with us. Um, you know, this whole mayor, you know, uh, you know, mayorship, whatever this candidacy is really important to your mom. Um, so, you know, if you, uh, you know, don't <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Basically, <laughs> basically he's just like, yeah, he's like, you, yeah, if you, f- up, I'm going to slap yeah. your yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> slap the shit out of you. All of you. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, he just, I, I said, yes, sir. Yeah, absolutely. And so don't do anything to bring shame to the family, especially or at least you know, during this time, you know, this is very critical, right? Like, yeah. so, um, did I do stupid shit that summer? Like, of course, you know, mm-hmm. did I just, I just have it in the back of my mind. Just don't, don't push it. You know what I mean? You know, yeah. so, don't um, get caught. right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Don't Seriously. Get, just do it in the woods, whatever, whatever <laughs> shady shit you're going to do. Um, no, uh, you know, I uh, no, it was kind of cool. Um, I think uh, there was just a overwhelming support for her, and a lot of people. I didn't realize how many people really cared about who the mayor was of such a small town. Yeah, but if you think about it, I mean, Leavenworth. I, I mean, God, I, I think like the the level of revenue, the amount of revenue that comes through that town in, on an annual basis, I want to say is in the two to three hundred million range. Like it's crazy. Oh, yeah. so there's a lot of there's a lot of you know. Um, investors, you know, there's a lot of people, um, there's a lot of people that are, uh, that are highly, you know, invested in really, really like, uh, you know, that, that town is under a microscope because there's a lot of potential money to be made. There's people that have land, there's people that want to get it. There's, you know, there's a huge environmental scene with the forest service and with all these other groups that are, that are trying to control. I mean, it's like, it's almost like a mini Yellowstone. If you've ever seen that. Yeah. I love Yellowstone. Oh, it's like my favorite show of all time. Like guy that I became friends with on Instagram is the aerial DP. Really? For Yellowstone, his dad flies I the helicopter. I need to meet dude, him. Dude, such a rad dude. Oh my and like, god! Getting a little insight, it's like, dude. Yeah. Big stuff. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, Yellowstone. So my my favorite show ever was The Sopranos. Oh yeah. And I love Sopranos. Oh totally. And uh, and I was like, nothing will ever top it. This and then fucking guy. Yeah. <laughs> Maron, <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, I said that. Kind of, uh, yeah, pop that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah pop that one. Um, 
But um, but anyways, uh, yeah, it's uh, there, I didn't realize how kind of scrutinized as a, of a position it was. I didn't realize how much people really cared about it. I didn't realize kind of the uh, level of attention that it would bring. And um, but yeah, she ended up winning by a landslide, <laughs> of course. Yeah, I, I you know didn't expect anything less, and she was so good at her job. Um, everybody liked her. She would just, she had such an open mind. She would hear both sides. She did all this charity stuff. She was always making appearances. She was just, she is just the most amazing woman I've ever met. Most amazing person I've ever met. My mom's just like the, um, oh my God. Like I just, I don't know how I'm so lucky. I was just like very, very blessed to have her in my life, especially during that time, just to kind of see her not only take care of her family, but then when the family kind of was, you know, me and my brother were self-sufficient. We were out doing our own things. We were young adults. You know, she, she was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to take on the next challenge and I'm going to, I'm going to do what I think is in the best interest for the town that my family's been in for five generations. Right. And she did. And I mean, she, um, I don't know, she's, she just did such a good job. And now she's, uh, she did that for two terms. She was going to run again. People wanted her to. And then she said, no, I think I'm going to, I'm going to go be a grandmother. So my brother's got twin daughters and they're the cutest. Oh yeah. Oh, they're so amazing. And so, uh, so my, my dad and my mom just, Love being grandparents, and uh, and that's more important. Dude, <laughs> right? I I, yeah, <laughs> I don't blame her. You know what the you know, oh, for sure. You know what the crazy thing is, son? It's it pisses me off. My dad never taught me and my brother Farsi. Uh, what? No, but he is <laughs> speaking Farsi to my four-year-old twin nieces. Like, oh yeah, and me and my they brother suck are like, it up. what the. F-? Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah just kind yeah. of pleasant. like, oh my god, that's cool that he's doing that. But Jesus, you know, yeah. like they're gonna be able to talk smack about Those us, kids right are in get, front of our face. Yeah. We can understand <laughs> shit. Yeah, exactly. you're gonna be five years old, like, hawk to static. <laughs> you know, you're just gonna be sitting there, like, no asshole. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, what the hell are you saying to him? Yeah. Give me, a, give me a detailed report. So no, man, it was it was cool. Um, it was it was cool being on the crew. I, I think a lot of people were like, wow, like your mom's the mayor. I don't think I would ever go advertise that to anybody, but people sure. would be like, see, oh, like your name's Farabar, like that's a unique unique name okay sherry kelly Farabar, weird you know and so and they'd be like okay you related to her i'm like yeah it's actually my mom they're like your mom's the mayor of leavenworth and i was like is it really a big i didn't think it was a big deal like i just was like yeah like you know and so it's so funny because then people one time i got a note on my car <laughs> i'd parked it overnight and i had no idea there was this new pay for parking thing like uh-huh. all my life you could just park anywhere in leavenworth you don't have to pay for shit right yeah and so um i get the stone in my car and it's like it doesn't matter if your mom's the mayor. <laughs> right is right and wrong is wrong. And I'm like, what? like full care. Parking is like seven bucks. Like, do you really think I'm trying to skip out on it and like use my mom as a you know holds political office <laughs> in this town? Seven bucks, like, dude. What the? Yeah, it's just so funny. People think you know I just uh, you know I had some you know pass with the police or something like that. It's just like no. If anything, I'm definitely under more scrutiny. You know, like they're gonna be looking <laughs> they're to make, your payroll. Oh, they're gonna be looking to yeah make a make something out of me, right? Like, oh, totally. Exa- yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. Yeah, I'm just going up talking shit to cops. Like, hey, do you know what my mom is? Like, yeah, people like thought I would do stuff. Like, you know, I was just like, oh, no, no. It's like really not. I don't know. So I, just, I thought it was funny. But, you know, she she just did uh, such a beautiful job uh, doing that. I was so proud of her. Like, I, I mean, yeah, it was it was really cool. It's all it's obviously always cool to brag about somebody in your family, especially your parents. Oh, mom, for sure. Dad. And I have the same amount of respect for my dad. Um, but uh, but yeah, it was really cool that my mom just, you know, kind of, I don't know, just uh yeah, just sucked it up and just did it because she she felt like civic duty, right? She felt it was the right thing. So, yeah, yep. yeah, it's so cool. I'll just I'll never forget. There was one time I what was it? I showed up for there's something going on. We ended up in Leavenworth and we ran into you because it was like Kelsey Johnson. Oh right, and like right, a, like right. Was she living like in Wenatchee at the time? Yeah, she was okay, in Wenatchee yeah, yeah. spot, and so it was like all the 509 kids, like surfers that we like. 
hung out with. J- J- Jake potentially, I know Kyle's got a spot over there his parents do or something. Uh, yeah, so Jake's spot, Kyle's spot. Well, Jake has his own spot and like, oh, that's from right. his no, no, parents. He just, he just built, yep. Yeah, he just built it. Mm-hmm. Kyle's parents still have theirs. Mm-hmm. But it's like everybody that was over in the 509, like we all just like ended up in Leavenworth this one night. Mm-hmm. And we're just running around. There's like this one bar or club, whatever I it is. Totally, now, Do you dude, remember coming like, back bringing to it back? What time of year was it? Summer? Yeah, I, no, this, this was summer. This was I summer. To- yeah, your hair was shorter. It wasn't much, short, but it was shorter. It was yeah. much shorter because yeah. I had gone through whatever relationship. And, like, and I was just like... <laughs> Whatever. Then you just went full machinist and just Dude, yeah, didn't eat. Just like <laughs> so that shit. short. Yeah, everyone's just like, oh my God, you look so different. That is like, your hair. Why you cut it off? Yeah. I feel like I can be like incognito. If I cut my hair, nobody would know it was me. But that I mean it would be a big it would be a big change. Big change. <clears throat> you still look good. Real quick. Thank you. Mm. Let's thank you. Not he cut does it. have he does have the b- most beautiful head of like I was showing a picture of us at Seafair this last year. Oh yeah. And my buddy was like, Jesus, who is that guy? His hair is so magnificent. I was just like, Well, it's gonna highlight I don't know if you naturally highlight it or whatever. You don't have to admit it. Or no, I don't no, 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 no. It's not it's fine. He for made, the no, people he li- it. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for the people listening, my mom is a professional hairstylist. Right. She's retired now, but like we for the have, royal family. For the royal yes, family. she was for yeah. for the royals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we went to their palace once in Austria. That, that is so. Are we, are we talking Prince Andrew, Prince what, like Prince of Wales? No. Like, so this was the uh, Duchess of something. Duke Whoever's of, listening, just Google the the <laughs> royal. The, it was the, it? Yeah. it was the royal family from Austria, right? And so they were oh, late. Wow. Okay, yeah, gotcha. and so it's like the royals in London, and then the royals in Austria, and like were they connected? To yeah, each other they're all now? like okay. connected or something. Okay. And so my mom had yeah, she had like the keys to the palace and all this stuff, and yeah, so she's very high up hairstylist, and so. Recently, how nerve wracking I always feel like would that be like, like you look at these celebrity barbers, right? And like the guy, yeah. there's this, there's this famous dude who cuts like Russell Wilson's hair and all the Seahawks hair. I'm like, yeah, I, met I him. would be pissing my pants trying yeah. to make sure that that fade was on. It's like, dude, like, you know, hundred million people are going to see this shit when he's on the sidelines, you know, yeah. like I got to make sure, you know, like, oh my God, if I sneeze wrong, you know, everyone in the world's going to know, you know, like, yeah, dude, that guy is so smooth though. I was going to say, he's oh, you'd have it. to be. He's in yeah. his flow. Yeah. You know? Cause I, I did an event. Um, I forget what it was Probably for. just in the moment. Like you said. Yeah. Yeah. yeah good point. Lauren. Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. <laughs> so like this dude, like he, uh, Mark is his name. Yeah. And, um, He's just so smooth. With he's just so he's got his craft down. Mm. So when I'm sitting there filming, he's just like, "Hey, as long as you step, have like two two feet away from me, I'm just gonna be moving around and you shoot." And I'm like, "All right, right. cool." And this dude just like slaps, like just going at it, and it's just mm. haircut is dialed, done, five minutes. Wow, like he is really really good. Wow. So I've actually had the opportunity. Five minutes. <laughs> yeah, like he's just like bam bam bam. bam can like, he can he cut long hair though? Yes. Yeah. He, wow. I mean, he can cut. Not a lot he can of cut. Can, uh, do both. Yeah. 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 He's he's really talented. Mm-hmm. Um, and I used to do hair shows when I was younger. My dad got me hooked up with some agent, and he's like, "Oh, dude, yeah, like you know, you should go model. You should go be an actor. Like you can do all these things." I have an agent. I was like, "Oh, whatever." Mm-hmm. So I ended up meeting a lot of those hairstylists. <clears throat> They're like, "Hey, like we'd like to have you as a model for our our." hair show or L'Oreal or whatever yeah exactly. like Paul Mitchell and something there else go. oh there you but go yeah That's... my favorite one though was going to a Nike commercial I did an, a mm-hmm. Nike ad and the hair and makeup they're just yeah, like just we do don't it. need just do it yeah <laughs> they're like we don't need to do anything to you <laughs> I, oh, he, he just did it yeah exactly <laughs> I will have to say everywhere we go Savon's hair is always center of attention so it is yeah 
Yeah, it's. I don't God like it, it being like. It's cool that it's what people notice of me and recognize. Like you we've sound, done, you sound like a hot chick right now. It's like, look, there's more to me than just my <laughs> hair. I have a personality. <laughs> look, I'm feeling so dead. I'm soul. Sorry. Anyways, but I'm curious, Ollie. I noticed your hair has grown out a little bit. What's yeah. your plan? Are you trying to grow it out a bit, so, or what? How's that castor oil working, dude? Oh my god, I Are put some doing? on today for the first time in a couple months. Mm. Castor dude. oil. His mom told me about castor oil, and I was like. I, I just, I don't know. Yeah. I don't usually like put product in it. Like I just try to like, I, it's long enough now to where I can kind of slick it back and it'll, it'll for the most part, like stay that way, yeah. you know, like throughout the day and stuff. But, um, yeah, you know, I, I was, I always chicken out probably about two months into it. I'm like, no, 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 I need a haircut. And I just have an mm-hmm. impulse decision. I got to go to the barbershop. I get it done. And I'm like, okay, like, you know, I just go back to kind of my baseline. But back in college, I, I had a ponytail when I played, Ooh. when I played rugby. Hey. Yeah. Which actually ended up working <laughs> against me because guys would yank on it. You know what I mean? They'd like literally oh, yeah. tackle me, like literally grabbing onto my hair, pulling me down. Oh, and I was wow. like, oh dude, like I, yeah, I got to get rid of this. And so, um, funny story, funny side story about that. Yeah. Um, I was broke in college, but shocker, right? And, uh, so I come home, have nothing to give my mom, but I knew she was, she was so supportive of my hair. Like she was just like, Oh no, it looks great. You know, and all she would never tell me to face, but I know she hated it. Right. Yeah. She always would like me being clean cut. Yeah. I'm like, look, mom, sorry. I couldn't afford to give you a birthday present, but, um, I'm going to go to my aunt Lisa, her younger sister's, uh, uh, owns a salon and awesome at cutting hair. And, um, I was just like, so I'm going to let you just choose whatever short hairstyle you want for me. And that's your Christmas present. And I think she jumped out of her seat. I don't know if I ever gave her such an exciting gift. Yeah. Um, that is an experience. Oh, my God. Yeah. That so, is way so more she, touching. It was, oh, it's great. So like my my buddy, uh, my buddy Luke, his wife, Lori, I think was there. My buddy, or, or sorry, my buddy, um, my, my he's my cousin. So that's uh, my Aunt Lisa's son um, mm-hmm. and uh, and my cousin Jake as well. Both of their wives are there and my mom. They're all drinking, you know, mimosas or champagne. Well, Lisa cuts my hair and they're just having a, it's a it was an event you know Aww. what I mean it was like that me getting my hair cut and so they cut it into a mole at first and they started laughing and like just did all this crazy stuff with it and then end up you know like I got my got my hair all trimmed up and it looked great you know and stuff but yeah anyways uh no so no but you uh, look like a true Leavenworth man with his yeah man just, <laughs> I mean, I'm a daggum yeah exactly <laughs> so, I tell you what I'll tell you what <laughs> shoot yeah uh, but um but anyways so I've I've had long hair before. Not uh, this isn't as long as it was before, but um, yeah. So I I think I got to a point where I, I went to Medellin for a bachelor party for my buddy Bobak, um, and uh, it, you mean my cousin Max? He went. Ten other guys. Craziest trip of my life. Uh, we won't talk about that. Um, yeah, but uh, skip. Yeah. Wait, yeah. Or should we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You just gotta cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> Off the mic. Uh, okay, later after uh, after the show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I signed an NDA before doing this, so yeah. <laughs> Lauren knows all about NDAs. I was just about to say I know all about those. <laughs> totally. Um, but yeah, so uh, uh, we were talking about hair. Yeah, yeah, okay. hair. So she asked you about your hair grown out now. So yeah, I know long-winded answer. Sorry. So um, <laughs> so basically, um, I I wasn't able to get hair appointments before these trips. So I had Medellin uh, beginning of May. Then I had um, middle of May. I had uh, my buddy uh, uh, Bobak's wedding. Okay. And and then um, I think I don't know. I just I always really prefer to go to my my cousin is a barber. He's probably 26. His name's Connor Gross, and he has this barbershop in Wenatchee, and he's so good at cutting cutting men's hair. Like I 
I just, I, I like try to get on his list and it, and he's so booked out now that he can't even take on new clients. He's just, wow. literally, people are just repeat, you know, every month. Yeah. And so he has them on their day. Mm-hmm. And so if he's feeling like really nice, he's like, okay, I'll come in at eight and I'll cut your hair before right. I start my day of 20. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, I mean, he's just, he's that good. Right. He's like the, the premier barber, like in like Leavenworth, Wenatchee, like that whole area. Like the people, entire 509. Oh my God. Well, yeah. I mean, perhaps, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like, but highest on help. Um, no. <laughs> For people listening no, that don't it, know in Washington, the 509 is literally all of Eastern no, but Washington. Like, no, if anybody's ever over in Wenatchee and, and like they want to somehow bribe this guy for the best haircut of their life, Venture Barber Company, like shameless plug, Venture Barber Co. in Wenatchee is like the like you can't. I, I mean, I don't know. Anyway, so yeah, yeah. I'm so partial to him to get this haircut. I can't do it. I can't ever get off work to get over to you know Wenatchee on a Friday to be able to get my haircut by him. Wow. <laughs> so I was like, maybe it's a sign, you know, maybe mm. you know, There's and always I, signs. I prayed about it. Nice. And uh, you yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, I just, uh, so now I go to a guy in uh, West Seattle who actually listens to me. Like he doesn't just, Oh yeah, cool. You just want it trimmed up. I'm going to chop your shitload off. And then all of a sudden you're, you're three months back. His name's Ossiel and he's over in West Seattle and he's just like, does like a great job. So now I'm like, okay, cool. Now I can grow it out in confidence that, you know, if it gets looking too shaggy, have it trimmed up a little bit to me. No, nah, dude, we're heading into wintertime. Grow that out. Okay. Just, I'm going to go, I'm yeah, gonna keep it just go full rip. I was going to get a haircut this month, but I think I'm going to wait till next month before Austin. Definitely yeah. wait. Definitely yeah. wait. Okay. That yeah. was like, just got to be the, patient, right? That was one of the first things I noticed when you walked in. I was like, oh, whoa, mm-hmm. he's growing his hair out. Yeah. yeah well, I kind of like it. Well, no, yeah. Lauren likes the long hair. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> trying to steal some of that attention back from all the, you know, the, the, yeah. <laughs> the monopoly he has on it. And every time he goes out, Savon. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, it's, uh, I think, I think patience is for sure the key and it's really hard. I think sometimes too, I'm like, Oh my God, people are going to judge me because my hair is crazy, but it, they don't, you know, I mean, that kind of goes for everything in life, right? You're like, yeah, you, yeah. you're hyper-focused on this one thing about yourself and you realize that no one actually really gives a shit, you yeah. know, and nobody's judging you for it. Like, you know, yeah. so you just gotta, yeah, just gotta go with it. And another thing, what other people think is none of your business. So true. I have, you know? I've heard, heard, yeah, I have yeah. heard that statement. It's very true. It's, so true. Well, it's just a great mindset to have, right? Yeah. It's just like, why, like, why does their opinion really, unless they're the core people in your life, like you get to my, like, two of my best friends. Sure. Yeah. If you were to come to me about something, of course I would consider it. But for people that don't really know me or people just on the outside, people that listen to this podcast, oh, this guy sounds like a jackass or whatever. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's an opinion, right? Yeah, like, whatever, dude. Yeah, like, I don't whatever. care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, close people matter. That's that's really what counts. Oh, totally, yeah. totally. Yeah, for just sure. gotta have that that core group of people. <laughs> Holly John, your nose, you need nose job. <laughs> <laughs> your damn arm is a little too big. Your hair is thinning. We got. <laughs> <laughs> to get you to Turkey, give you a hair transplant. <laughs> we take it from your butt and put it on your head. <laughs> <laughs> the back of your scalp, and we put it on. Your- <laughs> <laughs> what does your What does your mom think about that hair transplants and stuff? Hair she transplants. Have an opinion. She's just like, dude, if you're going bald, cut it. Like, right. don't be like those dumb the plugs mm-hmm. that were oh like my what, God, early two thousands. Well, that wasn't even real hair. I don't. Th- or was it? No, it was. It was real hair, but they literally opened it's the just, follicle and then shoved it in and like then a plant pushed, that was yeah, never going like, to grow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, cool. Yeah, because there's no roots. Like there's no. there's nothing going on. You know, so I've I have I've had actually like three or four of my buddies. Uh, two two of them that I know actually went and got it done in Turkey. Apparently, like that's the place in the world. Turkey you go get is it done. the place. Yeah, like for that's hair. They, they just. They're the best. And they Kayvon was going to go to Turkey, but he got denied something. It was like when all the war stuff was going on. Yeah. I know. And it was Wars. Like, everybody listening to this, especially like my Armenian friends, are like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, 
Yeah, dude, whatever. <laughs> Bye. I think it was just kind of aggressive to go do, but you know, I mean, you you have it done locally, it's like 20 G's. You have it done over there, it's like four. So, and it's really well and, done. And it's very well done. Yeah, I, yeah. So there's machines now that can literally like, I mean, down to like the nanometer. It's actually each hair follicle. Oh, totally. No, no. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, they plan it. I think they, so you, you have a donor site. Mm-hmm. So they take it from the back of your uh, your scalp and then they just, but I think you have to shave your, your head to like a certain length, almost kind of a, like a really short buzz cut military mm-hmm. style. And then they just are able to replant that. And then you start taking um, finasteride. I think Dude, is the, that stuff is so, Yeah. I, I have friends that are on or have been on finasteride. Oh, I, I've done it for years. You yeah, have? Absolutely. What were the side effects? None. Really? There's so much. It's so funny. Well, okay. I mean, before before you uh, educate me on saying some dumb shit that I'm not educated about. So, okay. Uh, let me just let me just give my rant. Um, I I went to a barber. I think it was like right, my, like the night before my 30th birthday. And this guy, not only did he not give me the haircut I wanted, then he was like, hey, when did your hair start thinning? I was like, dude, you like what i was just like dude like I, i'm gonna pay you 50 bucks you asshole like you know and i was just like i was just like oh is it fitting right now he's like oh yeah and i think he was trying to upsell me on a product he's uh, like well, i have this 70 dollars shampoo that's still and i'm just like that sounds like a load of shit however i'm now very self-conscious and so i yeah I, I, so now i think it, it kind of a it changed the lens you know of the way i looked at it oh my god am i you know and so I, I thought I was, you know, and I, I feel like it wasn't as dense as before. Was I balding? No, you know, but like, um, I went in to see, uh, a, uh, um, oh my God, what, uh, um, skin doctor, what do they call it? Dermatologist. Dermatologist. Dermatologist, Dermatologist yeah. yeah. So went in to see him uh, in Seattle. Awesome. Really awesome guy. And he, uh, he took a look at it. He's like, you might have some on your crown. You know, and they were trying to sell me on this shit called Nutrafol. And they're like, mm-hmm. everyone is trying to sell me on it. I'm like, okay, so everyone's incentivized to push this shit, obviously, you know? And I was just like, but. Yeah, they have huge I was backers. Like, well, I was like, in the research that I've done, the only thing that really works is minoxidil, which is topical, but that can make your hair fall out. Or to keep the hair that you do have, you take finasteride. And I was just like, what are the side effects? He's like, some of them say reduced libidos. Some of them say, you know, that like, you know, it, it changes your mood, um, you know, can make you depressed or something like that. He's like, I've been prescribing this 20 years. Not every one of my patients has ever said that they've had side effects. I would say literally it's like like a fraction of a percent. And so I was like, good enough for me. And so Sweet. I took it and I've been taking it. And I just feel like, yeah, I feel like it, it has probably hit, made my hair like the hair that I, you know, like uh, just helps you keep it. Right. Because I just was worried well, that maybe in a couple of years and it starts falling out. So. Well, and that's the thing, like you, when you take finasteride, the first phase of it is your hair does fall out because it gets rid of the old hair. Oh, and does it? it yes, I thought that was it, just topical minoxidil. No, oh, my bad. Okay. no, so the finasteride actually like, so it, it gets rid of the first layer. Mm. So people are like, oh my God, my hair's falling out. This stuff doesn't work. And then you keep taking it and then the new, Regrows. The new hair grows. There's, the well, thing there's, is you yeah. have to stay on it. Oh, totally. Oh Otherwise, no, 100%. it's just like. But the, but the, I mean, it cost me what for a prescription, like maybe two dollars with my copay for a three-month supply so i'm like okay like and i take a quarter of a tablet a day and if i skip a couple days you know it's not a big deal right like so i just was like that's a very very minimal amount of effort on my end to keep this so you know i i mean i don't know like i I know ashton kutcher um took Mm -hmm. he took one called avidart and that's called dutasteride and it's basically like so finasteride is a prostate medication that's what it's actually it was developed for and the, the, they noticed a byproduct in the late 90s when they were doing their trials versus the placebo people. They're like, yeah, like, hey, any side effects? Well, I'm actually starting to regrow hair. And they're like, oh, my God. And so they started looking at it, and they looked at the molecular breakdown, dihydrotestosterone, very prevalent in men, can be in women from what I understand. But that's actually what breaks down the hair follicle. 
um, when you actually have like a good amount of testosterone, it happens. Male pattern baldness is, you know, kind of you're pre genetically disposed. I know uh-huh. so there can be some other conditions and stuff like that, thyroid issues and whatever. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. um, you know, uh, I, I know originally it was uh, it was kind of a mistake. You know that they actually found that it actually worked. Now they prescribe it for hair loss. He uh, he started taking some, I think, in like the late '90s. Like his someone in the, his business, uh, Ashton Kutcher's, you know, like whatever circle, mm-hmm. started telling him about it. And so he, but he stopped because I think it can lower your sperm count. Yeah, Bob Axe's brother is actually a dermatologist, and I was talking to him about it, and he's like, "No, it definitely works." Um, you know, I was talking to him at the wedding. He said it definitely works, but you know, when I wanted to have children, I just I lowered it. So if I if I get to that point like that probably a decision that i would have to make yeah a couple things here okay. other therapies that are amazing red light therapy I, i'm uh, literally about to amazing. ask you that when i was at, at your so did yes. they make these hats amazing that have, okay okay yes so red light therapy nad which i was also healthy telling you being, about Bellevue, washington yes. NAD, yeah. nadiv therapy amazing um yeah so those are other things i would look at and then another thing you just touched base on is getting ready to have kids Detox, detox, detox. Six months beforehand. Really? Cleanse it out. Detox. It's not only important for the woman, but also important for the man. For Got your it. sperm, the quality. No, no. What, what do you, so yeah. okay, okay. So we're we're talking about an overall detox. Or are you just talking about finasteride? All of it. Yeah. So if you're taking something, you're talking if any you're, type, any type of medication. Any, yeah, any type, okay. right? Like mm-hmm. think about it. Like what you are taking is totally changing your bi- biology, mm-hmm. and so what's going to come out of you. At that moment in time is it's also a, going to be a baby be, with a full head of hair. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> hey, I mean, maybe, Me. yeah. <laughs> little Savon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you can get a baby with a full. Comes head out, of he's hair. braiding his ponytail when he comes out the. Yeah, exactly. Did you ever tell? Did you ever tell that story? Like I was, I got my first hair. My mom gave me my first haircut when I was five days old. I came out with a full head of hair and the. Because they never did she just, gender she stuff. She just did a fade. Then. Yeah. No, she legit had the, her fingers and the clip like, God, like I, you know what? My, I, my my grandma helped. I know me you're not arm. even joking because people that have not seen his hair, like I guarantee, like <laughs> I, the, the moment that like they knew that like your mom was pregnant, like guarantee, like you you had like three inches of hair in your head, like oh yeah, no, maybe like, your chest too. I, I don't know. I think but, I think the hair grew before I did in the womb. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. You were the byproduct of a luscious <laughs> luscious locks. Yeah, my whole body came. Dude, under Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Funny story about that real quick is when I was, so they didn't do gender reveals back then. I don't mm. think they did at least. And so my parents were just like, ah, oh, whatever comes out, you know? Yeah. And so when they, the nurses showed my mom, me, they're like, my mom literally was like terrified. And they're like, you have a baby boy. And she's like, oh, thank God. And they're like, why? It's like, oh, if that was a girl, we'd have a major waxing problem because <laughs> I not only had hair on my head, but all over my, like my arms, my legs. Little monkey. Your schwitz. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> I was a hairy newborn baby. Dude. Well, you know yeah. what? Persian men are, Middle Eastern men are hairy as shit. Oh, yeah. My dad what? is like this, like, I mean, he has, like, obviously he has like, you know, he doesn't have a shitload of back hair. He doesn't have, you know. Like Dude, that. I'm so thankful for that. So like totally. my dad's Spanish side, like I got his hair. Like the way it's so weird when like when you think about like the gene split, I have all of my mom's the head of hair, but then my dad's body hair because it's like my arms, my legs is there's like a ton of hair, but Mm. my body, like my torso, not that much. Well, the the thing, the funny thing is about hair, it's like 
I mean, the reason I think people are so like, uh, they, they look at your head and they see your hair and they're just like, oh my God, wow. It's because you're a man, right? M- most women, yeah. ha- I mean, look at like, look at Lauren's hair, right? It's just full. It's going to be full till she dies, right? It's going to yeah. be full till she's a hundred, yeah. you know, whatever, 80. Mm-hmm. Once you, you I'm know, because to yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure. No. Yeah. That, and like, she'll look the, the same on the low end. Oh yeah, absolutely. Aww. Yeah. Yeah, totally. <laughs> oh, for sure. Never retiring healthy. <laughs> the being is going to be a $17 trillion company at that point, which is probably not even going to be that much money. Like, yeah. I'm going to be sitting there in a chair like editing like yeah. <laughs> hundred I'm like what do you want honey yeah. she's just like keep going <laughs> but yeah like it's just so funny you look at you look at women's hair and you're just I'm just so jealous all the time these women that come through the hospital like I'm in medical sales right and so I'm going yeah. through the hospital these like you know sick older women and stuff I'm like my God, I would love that hair that you have. It's just, it's just so full. Like, oh, yeah. have you ever seen your scalp? Like, probably not. You no, know? like, just never. Yeah, dude, my mom has proceeding hairline. It like becomes a part of their yeah, like it co- yeah, exactly. <laughs> it yeah, comes yeah, down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just grow, grows into the eyelashes. Yeah. <laughs> Baba, I just pair my eyelashes. It's fine. I have to, I have to vac my cheek ones. <laughs> Dude, we could go down a rabbit hole you know, about that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. In due time. In due time, in for due sure. Time. That'll be the next podcast. Yeah. It'll just be us just, yeah. Yeah. Just, just All hair. about the hair. Yeah. yeah. It's always about the hair. And like uh, one little bonus part about like that whole, like what you were talking about, like, oh, right. you know, people, you know, women, men, whatever, they look at my hair and they're like, I was like, I have so much hair. You know, I remember I was in Palm Springs and we were going to dinner and this was when we all had to wear masks. Oh, oh, is there, oh, that's right. You yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mask thing? you went down there. I think Do you it remember was like that time when we all had to wear masks. I know. I forgot yeah, it yeah, so what, fast. When was that? What, you guys had to wear masks for what? Why? I don't know. Oh. You were in the five hundred nine. Oh, yeah. Nobody cared over there. Dude, internet, <laughs> internet. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> so yeah, we uh, go to this like fancy place or whatever it is, and these two guys come out and they're like, "Hey, welcome to whatever." I'm just like, "Okay," and they're like, "So how's it going, ladies?" <laughs> Stop. Are you I serious? Did, I just, I kept my mouth You're shut. You're like, hey, bitch. Yeah. And I, I looked over and my friend's just like, um, yeah, we just need a table for three. And they're like, yeah, right this way. And I was like, thanks. <laughs> thanks, the, bro. The shock yeah, on their, totally, the yeah. look on their face was like, oh, I was like, You're a dude. Did you scream? Oh, well, I'm yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't was, assume. So yeah, was your exactly. hair down? Did yeah, you my hair down? was my hair oh, was down. It was very Southern very, California, no. you should know. Oh, God. Yeah, down in Palm Springs, my hair was down. How dare very they? curly. How dare yeah, and I didn't have it highlighted, so it was very dark, curly, natural light. And so they're just like, oh, and I was just look like a beautiful woman. Yeah, my eyelashes so must have foot. done it. Yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah, do you have amazing eyelashes? I've told, been told that I have great. Eyelashes. I think you both do. Yeah. yeah. I also have a unibrow. <laughs> so does he? But you know what? You just clean it up. It's all just good. Yeah, we clean it up. Yeah. It's fine. It's all That's good. That's what you gotta do. Yeah. We all have the issues here. You know? Do exactly. You're right. Lauren's gonna be helping me through a lot of those issues. Right I now. got you. Getting get my. Uh, so I just came off a five day fast. Uh, yes, let's hear about that. How was okay? So five day fast. Yeah, I no food. Yeah, um, Lauren actually turned me on. Well, Colin <laughs> turned me on to it because Lauren turned him on to it. I turn a lot of people on to things. Yeah, uh, it's it is yeah. literally like whenever I, I should. <laughs> We're gonna keep that one under wraps. <laughs> <laughs> anyways, anyways, let's get back to it. Sorry. Okay, so I yeah, Lauren's know, taking over. No, I'm not gonna take over, but I do want to know. So. You were telling us mm. 
Five day fast. Um, had motivation to do it because I'd tried it once before. I made it to about day four. Then I was like, I can't do this shit. And I just started eating. <laughs> I, I think I ate. <laughs> I've just, yeah, I, I just broke. I, I drove by a fast food joint. It's my favorite one. It's called, uh, oh God, what is it? It has a fist on it. It's in White Center. Wait, oh, no, White was, Center. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, uh, oh my God. It's like, uh, anyways, I can't think of the name, but their milkshakes are unreal. And I just was like, you know what? I've done good. It's been, you know, whatever, you know, 72 hours or whatever, four days or something like that. And then I just ate it and I just mounted it so quick because I do not take my time, which Lauren is on my ass about. Thank, totally thank you. I'm working, it, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm working progress. I just like to just eat. Like I just inhale food. And so I just ate it, and I think a half hour later, it all came out. Bad decision. <laughs> so I told, I told my mom, and I was just like, oh, my God, I can't believe I broke the fast. She's like, well, it sounds like you're right back where you were. Like, you know, <laughs> so, just, back to square so one. So just keep her, keep her going for another day. I'm like, thanks, Mom. Um, but uh, but no, this time I, I kind of got to a weight where I just kind of just my eyes got a little bit wide at my parents' house last, you know, last weekend. And I was like, all right, now is a perfect time. Summer's over. Like, let's kickstart this the right way. And um, yeah, so I went on a five-day fast. First day, brutal. Second day, not as bad. Um, third day, doing all right. The, what I realized was is the first time I tried to do these th this prolonged fast, I would... Um, you know, I try to go do a bunch of strenuous activity, run up hills, do mm -hmm. high intensity interval training, mm -hmm. all this stuff. You know, at the sauna after, and I'm like, by by, you know, Thursday morning, I'm like, oh my god, like I'm fading, like my glucose, my blood glucose or whatever is you just depleted. Yeah, yeah, you got nothing. So you, your brain, your brain can't function. You can't right? do that. So, so I don't just, do what Ollie did. Exactly. So yeah, I learned I learned the hard way. You're not <laughs> for supposed the listeners. To, yeah, don't do this. Yeah, just <laughs> basically, don't. Have, yeah, just whatever he says. Do the exact antithesis. Hire a health of whatever, coach. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and let them yeah, help you. Totally. Yeah, just get Lauren. Yeah. Right. There, I heard there's a really good one in Bellevue. Oh, I can remember it. Um, <laughs> healthy beings. Yeah, healthy beings. Um, <laughs> Bellevue, Washington. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I this time around, I was just very 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 ginger about the way I uh, you know I, I exercised and stuff. I still wanted to. I know it can really deplete your muscle mass mm -hmm. because. Um, because when your body's not getting sugar, your brain needs sugar. Your mito, uh, was it your monosaccharides or like your mitochondria? Mitochondria. Your mitochondria yeah. needs sugar, mm -hmm. and then I think it, was it your liver or something? Some other. I don't know. Any of this I mean, every cell in your body it can needs, it needs sugar utilize sugar for energy, and sugar's not bad if it's in the right form, right. Right? right? Yeah, but you can also shift into a fat burning state, which you're utilizing ketones. Right. That's where you get which all is your like energy. the best. Best. Yeah. That's, that's where why you're I'm, burning your fat. That's, that's why, why today it seemed like, what are you? Oh, dude. On? Maxie asked me if I was. On Adderall, I'm like, no, man. Like, I'm just, I literally haven't eaten in five days. I think I'm just literally running off my fat stores right now. And it's yeah. like, my, I don't know. I just feel, I feel really good. But that's so th awesome. But this, but this time though, I just definitely wanted to keep my muscle mass up or at least, uh, you know, kind of stress my muscles and do some resistance training. Like, not super crazy, just sort of light. And so I just did that every night this week and um, even today. And then I just had my first meal about like what an hour ago. You know, some chicken and broccoli yeah. and veggies. Thanks, yeah. Savon. Anytime. Um, victory meal. Yeah. Um, well, but thanks, thanks to Lauren because I was oh, like, yeah. "Do you need oh, dinner?" Because I'm gonna go grab it. Right, right, and right. You I'm directing us. always around here. So. Totally. Yeah. So, you know. Lauren, Lauren, <laughs> like the joke is not joke, but like kind of like the way we go about it is like I'm the pilot and she's the tower. 
So I call her. Oh, a, I call her ATC. ATC, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. yeah, Lauren is ATC all day. Yeah. We're texting to Runway Three Zero. <laughs> yeah, I like it, dude. I like it. You know, we're gonna go take the helicopter out on Sunday. You got like, Thinking you, about like when oh, I was, okay, when I was getting my private. Well, sorry, it's good not to cut you off. No, 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 you're good. I was just gonna say when I was getting my private pilot license, I remember like my my buddy Brandon is a um, captain for Alaska, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Well, oh, you're, you're you're speaking way too legibly. You're you're kind of loud. Your 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 inflection is kind of up and down." He's just like, "You need." To talk like a pilot. I'm like, how do you do that? He's like, showed me this video, and these guys are just absolutely at this like, like no words are disconnected from each other, and so they're like, yeah. uh, we're gonna tax you one rate of three zero. Uh, to bunch of people. you know, and like, and so I was like, oh, got it. And so yeah, yeah so I hope I hope when you guys kind of conjecture with each other, there's a little bit of that going on, you know, little just you know, there's I mean, mumbled. it's clear. I think we got it down. Yeah, it. Okay. we've been around each other long enough. We've, uh, we've got it down. <laughs> Ten four. Yeah, copy that. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's a four copy that. Yeah, I know. It's like every time I, my instructor actually told me, she's like, "Slow down, you talk way too fast." I was like, "Well, all my buddies that are pilots, they talk yeah. like this." Is like, you know, yeah. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get, call, I'm gonna get sh- uh, ostracized from the local airport. Yeah, like, Jesus, yeah, go Charlie taking off from my one five left. And Boom! Like exactly. That's it. And she's like, "What?" Yeah. And then I'm up there and I'm like, "Oh, it's one way three. Uh, it's uh, today. Uh, I'm uh, uh, three left turn airplane. I don't. You know. And you're just because you're sta- you're stage fright. They're like, "My God, what the hell did you just? That is a professional you just talked to. And you just sound like a complete dude. Buffoon. Like, dude. Real quick, real quick. So this is just the most hilarious thing ever. So my buddy was a flight instructor down at Renton Airfield, and so oh, he yeah, was. Oh that's right. That's yeah, right. Yeah. He was sitting on the ta- on the taxiway. Waiting to take off, and I was coming in, and so I was like, you know, Renton Tower two six nine Tango Charlie coming in for uh, the option. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, yeah, you've got the option. You know, I was like, all right, sweet. Mm-hmm. Then my buddy comes on, he's like two six nine Tango Charlie. Is that you seven? And I, <laughs> seven. I yeah, and when he said that, I recognized his voice. I was like, howdy, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> And Tower was like, oh. do you want the option? I'm like, I will take it. <laughs> every, every, yeah, everyone on that frequency heard us. Oh, just, I love it. Yeah. That it was, was the best. Yeah. Just nonstop. Yeah. Was like having, the, a little, yeah having a little fun's uh, always, yeah. Always oh, fun. dude. The worst one, though, is this one, this one kid who's uh, flying. Savannah, go <laughs> <yourself>? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> this one kid, he was like, I forget from where. And he was flying in the, the Twin Beach. He's like, uh, Twin Beach, come in for runway, tree, tree. I'm like, tree, tree, man. That's actually how you're supposed to say what? it is tree and niner. No, it's three. No, it's tree and it's niner. I that think- must be, you must be plane dudes. I'm in the oh, helicopter. Oh, it's uh, different. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know. That's what they told me. A little different. Give a little, give yeah. a little break to the plane guy. You know? Yeah. We're simply <laughs> with these simple folk that fly fixed wings. We're not these defying gravity. I just fly the, heli- the helipad. Yeah. Helicopter pilots are a different breed. It seems yeah. like they're all cool. Well, we fly backwards. Not every pilot is cool. In fact, most pilots are not cool. Oh, really? Yeah, in my opinion. <laughs> you are a pilot. <laughs> I said most. I didn't say all. <laughs> well, I think these two pilots are pretty cool. So. Oh, thanks, thanks. babe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, we're, uh, yeah, a little tangent there. Yeah, so. that was just a little tangent cool. real quick. That was an amazing yep. tangent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we're. Uh, I want to kind of uh, swing this now into, we've gotten to, you, you, you did this, the fast. Yeah. You went and talked to Lauren about like all these different things that you want to do. Yeah. Have you done Theta? Mm. No. Uh, he, he actually didn't the look do, on my face, I have not. I don't no, he has not done any of these services, but we did do a tour. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'll be coming back. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You, oh, yeah. you need the Theta Chamber. 
Dude, it is. That is. The, is that the one that we're next to the computer? That big ass. It will spin. You know, it closes. It puts you into a theta state. It was the first blue room that we looked at. It's like that what's, dome what's looking thing. Yeah. So what's? Oh, I do remember that. that. So what's that? What's a theta state? That is when your body. So we have different brain waves, right? Alpha, beta, theta, delta, gamma. Right now we're like, you know, talking. We're very aware. When you're in a theta state, that's like meditative. And so when you drop down into that meditative state, that's when you can access okay. all the reprogramming. That's when you can optimize. You can increase your performance, increase yep. like anything that you're trying to do, basically. Oh, and okay. heal gotcha. yourself. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to try, oh, my God. I'll have yeah. to try that. So there's that one. Yeah. And then my favorite one now that, that I've gotten into is the hyperbaric chamber. Like oh you, my you just, god! You yeah. just feel like it's like it's NASA great stuff. So she stuff. had all she had all the benefits painted on the wall inside that room, right? It's like like written on the wall, and it was just like yeah, like yeah. I mean, it basically fights out certain infections. It can prevent cancer. It can do like Lauren. Oh my god! Like I think you are you are such a blessing in everyone's life that you ever meet. Like yeah, like, Aww, I, so saw, I saw I saw Savon, yeah. and I was just like, how the hell did this guy get just jacked like you know like what like i saw him from a from a 200 feet away i'm like jesus there's no way like it's like the hair was a dead giveaway but i'm like no <laughs> like what like what's going on here and you know not that you were ever like you know like morbidly obese or dude anything i like was that. tubby dude you i know, was pushing 200 yeah, you, had, you had some dad dad bod yeah like you did yes yeah, <laughs> running a snow cat for 10 years yeah to you. well yeah and you were probably the most ripped one out of all of them even in that well, state right yeah. yeah so no but like uh i was so i started talking to him and he's like oh yeah no i've been hanging out with lauren i'm like oh well why didn't you say so i been asking me this line of questions for 10 minutes you could have just said that like you know like yeah. anybody that ever like talks to her you know everybody that ever gets advice from her she just puts them right on the right track like yeah. they just me, instantly drop oh, dude, 30 me, pounds me, instantly oh, i'm me, like what oh for sure like <laughs> yeah. i mean the, me and colin literally just talking about like holy crap like we have literally we have the ace up the sleeve right now yeah. like how are it's more people amazing. not doing this shit like how yeah. are more like it just blows my mind i love it yeah, yeah. that's so the thing it's amazing. thank you so much oh like, i'm yeah. like pound it yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely yeah hell yeah yeah because that's the thing like when when I was doing my, um, I had to do my currency check. And so oh, okay. I was just like. For a commercial or for Yeah, Instagram? and I was just, oh, okay. yeah. And so I was just like, I can't remember anything. And so I was actually talking about this on an earlier podcast. I was like, ah, I can't remember crap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is when I was first hanging out with Lauren. She's like, come into my center. Like, I can get you dialed in. Right. And literally in a matter of, I would say like a month or two. My memory was the RTMS was a huge one. Yeah, that and then one. The supplements that I got you on. Yeah, the supplements and the food, and the food and your happiness. <laughs> she brought my happiness. My up God, how are you lot. deserving of this shit? I, how? I like, I don't know. I, I don't, dude. Serious. I was telling her the other night, like confidant, uh, <laughs> cool, good-looking gal. Uh, you know, more trim body, better health. You're gonna live to past a hundred. I mean, this is great. Yeah, yeah, this is great. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. I literally like. I pinch myself the fact that I have her, mm -hmm. you know. You pinch her too, but you do pinch well, yourself. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I pinched him last night, so. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I can go. I mean, you know, anyways. So, yeah, yes. So, you work in the medical field. I do. You both do, but you work in the <clears throat> Western medical field. Correct. You do mm -hmm. surgeries. I am I am in okay. I sit in on surgeries. So yeah. wait, wait, wait. Yeah, let's just bring it back. I want to know what is your profession? What do you do? Because I honestly don't even know. And so for our listeners, I would love to hear. Okay, so so um, I'm a medical device rep. So people think devices they can mean pacemakers. It can mean something electronic. They can mean 
Um, yeah, like CT scans, like yeah, 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 yeah. You can, yeah you you, know? Okay, okay. Like, so yeah, like or you know, capital equipment stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mine are implants that go in the body, not for your boobs, mm. but for <laughs> <laughs> let's hope not. Cool, that be causes cool all kinds of issues. Oh, there you so go. There you go. You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, right. Uh, some gotta be real, dude. And some, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Sorry. this is amazing. <laughs> um, you can imagine being the boob rep guy. Like, <laughs> hey, what? What do you want? We got like just feel them. Just, just check them out. Yeah, exactly. So much better than the competition. Yeah, yeah exactly. Slip right in there and just yeah. <laughs> you imagine that? You like, know the difference. Yeah, exactly. This one's made out of jellyfish, <laughs> and this one is silicone. This is amazing. Stop. <laughs> this one's a hybrid. It comes in both forms. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, so, anyways, um, uh, I work at. I have orthopedic implants. Or mm. my, my company makes those, and so, um, so total knee replacements, total hip replacements, yeah. sh- uh, shoulder replacements, any type of joint in your body. Okay. Uh, we we make total ankles now. Those are very few and far between. My company makes also, um, uh, they make a, um, it's a division called trauma. So if it's not an elective surgery, meaning I have arthritis, I want to get this done in a couple months. I want to get a total knee replacement. This has been bugging me for a couple of years. That's an elective surgery. Okay. A, a trauma surgery is I just was in a car accident. I broke my femur. I need help now. Mm-hmm. So, gotcha. so you can, you can plate it. You can put a nail through it down the canal and like, which is actually a lot. I mean, it's a lot better. I mean, it's gnarly, right? We, first time terrible. you see something like that, you're like, Oh my God, like, wha, like right. a wide, no, 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 I didn't sign up for this shit. You know? Mm-hmm. So, um, but, um, Basically, so my company makes those. They also make sports products, meaning sports medicine. So you tear your rotator cuff. You need little anchors to reconnect your rotator mm-hmm. cuff. Mm-hmm. Um, different type of biologic stuff. So um, uh, they can take, uh, you know, um, platelet-rich plasma. They have spinners. They I can, love, r- yeah. yeah, and you can yes. use it all over the body. Mm-hmm. Right? You can use it for hair loss. You can use it for healing. You can use it to to bring uh, to bring attention to a localized area that you have pain in or whatever. And so, but. Uh, 80 to 90% of my day is covering total joint reconstruction. So um, if you've never known anybody that's ever got a knee replacement, uh, you know, probably a f- one fifth. My arm. R- r- wait, what? Did, oh, did you get a. My he- arm. Dude, my arm is metal. Oh, that's right. You got a, you got a proximal humeral plate, didn't you? Like yeah. You got your humerus plated. Yeah. yeah okay. I have that's six right. bolts mm-hmm. in this titanium plate yeah. in my arm. It's not even that many screws, man. Like to be Are honest, if, oh god! Like Dude, you, it you can grind, put in, it yes, grinds in the epidermis. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It feels terrible. Oh, oh, it does. You hurt, it hurts every time. I can't oh, rub it on your soft, what, soft tissues or something. Yeah. yeah, that's the reason you. That's the reason a nail is really good is because that goes in the canal. You don't get any of that residual effect, or at least very minimal to what you're experiencing, right? And mm. So, but yeah, so my company makes those. The way I got turned on to this job mm-hmm. as being a uh, you know a joint rep or um, a medical device rep was. Thought I wanted to go to law school, took the LSAT, and started interviewing people after, I think it was in between my fourth and fifth season of Fire. And um, and I was just like, okay, I could I could go to, you know, I could probably get into Gonzaga or Seattle U, right? And it, you know, reputable schools, but, yeah. you know, not UW, right? I didn't think I have the grades or the score to get into those, but looking at the price of them, talking to, maybe I just talked to all the wrong attorneys. I know there's a, I have a, a couple of buddies that are attorneys and they, they make buku bucks. They're, they're killing it. You know, great careers. They're probably going to retire at 45, you know, type thing. Yeah. But I don't know how common those jobs were. They obviously went to top schools. I, so I started doing some kind of analysis of it and I'm like, do I really want to become a lawyer? Because everybody that I've talked to, you know, d- just doesn't seem enthralled with their job. They seem overworked. They seem underpaid. They don't seem like they have passion for what they do. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, and so maybe I talked to all the wrong ones, you know, I'm sure there are people out there that love it, right? They wouldn't do anything else and more power to them. Right. So I realized that I was like, I don't think I'm going to do that. At least not right now. 
Um, my buddy uh, Charlie, one of my best friends, his dad, Wayne Schatz, was a um, Cisco food salesman, and I think he was number one in the country for like eleven years in a row. He was like he was the Godfather, right? And, I, wow. and so I just and in Leavenworth, you know, uh, wealthy guy. It's mm-hmm. it's just not you know, over here. That's it's much more common, right, to find people, you know. But like I just was always like Wayne, like how do I do what you do? Like what you know? And he's just like, well you know, just get a degree in anything, but I wouldn't sell food. I would sell medical supplies. And yeah. his, his colleague, Jim Gribble, who was also there when I was like 17. And for some reason that went into my memory bank, didn't think of it for like five years, came right back out in my last season of fire. And I'm like, Oh, maybe I should do that. I don't know. I remember I was driving past Mormon Lake, uh, right outside Flagstaff. And I was like, <laughs> I just remember the day. And I was like, Oh, I think, I think I'm going to pursue this. Got out of fire that season, went home, start, took a hundred people out to coffee, was just really pursuing it. And a girl that I was dating at the time, her dad, um, greatest guy, uh, his name was, uh, 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 Tom Reynolds and, um, salt of the earth, one of the best guys I've ever met in my life. And, um, he was just like, well, if you're into that kind of thing, my, my neighbor actually is really successful at it. I'll introduce you. So um, he introduced me to this guy, Ty Plock, and this guy just happened to be the the goat. I mean, like, mm. you know, he's he's since retired. I think he's not even like 50 yet, but he retired. He's super successful at it. And I mean, just in every sense of the words, technical proficiency, salesmanship, just into like everything. He was just awesome. And so he he liked me and he just was like, you don't have any experience, but I'm basically just going to take you on to like, you. Who's your mentor. Exactly. Yeah. So I moved back to Wenatchee from Seattle after getting some sales experience, uh, worked there for three years, then, uh, got a promotion, came over to Seattle. And now I, uh, I'm a, uh, uh, senior, I'm like, I, my title is senior sales consultant, you know, it's like kind of a pepped Love up it. way, right? Yeah. yeah you're fluffing hey. yourself a little bit, but, but yeah, um, yeah, but it's a, you know, it's a crazy job. Um, you could, you know, you could probably make more money at commercial real estate or something like that. There's, there's, you know, more lucrative, job, whatever. But what I realized about this is I'm like, would if, you know, is the grass always greener? Am I going to like it? Am I going to kind of have a passion for it? Because now I, I really feel like. I just, you know, I feel like I, I am part of like patient care. Mm-hmm. You know, I feel like I, I helped out the team, you know, when they asked me something, when they, when they need advice on something, now I'm a subject matter expert just on the device itself. Right. Like I'm not telling them how to make an incision, you know, or right. hey, cut the, you know, I'm not saying that I'm just saying, uh, you know, they'll ask me, what are most guys doing in this situation? Well, what I've found is, you know, cause I've seen exactly. this same surgery with a hundred other guys, mm-hmm. they're seeing the surgery one time with themselves. Right. So okay. I think that's where you provide that value. And, you know, are you a likable guy? Um, are you going to make sure this stuff's there? Is your attention to detail on there? You fill in a lot of cracks at these hospitals, a lot of changing staff, a lot of traveling nurses, a lot of different people, mm-hmm. you know, kind of coming and going, you know, and in shift, you know, then some other guys coming back on, he's not privy to what's been going on in the surgery. You got to fill everybody in. So it's, it's a crazy job. It's a crazy wow. job. But now, you know, I've got, um, you know, my, my buddy Cody, uh, Varner, he's like, he worked his way up, you know, big time in this industry now, you know, and I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of helped him out, you know, get, get a job with this company. Now, um, uh, you know, he's just doing really well. Um, a bunch of other, my buddies are doing really well, you know, and I've kind of got them in on it. So now it's just kind of become this little, like we've become this little, I don't know, just a little group that, uh, that just did this crazy job kind of, you know, and, uh, nobody's leaving, you know, everyone seems to like it, <laughs> Yeah. you know, but you kind of, you kind of get ingrained in it. It's long hours and stuff like that, but, um, sorry, long winded answer, but yeah, that's what I, that's what I do. I've been doing it uh, eight years this month. Yeah. Well, mm. I can tell how passionate you are about mm. it yeah. and how rewarding it is for you is, to yeah. be a part of it mm-hmm. and to know what you know and to be able to share what you know with yep. others, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think your journey and path has lined up in a certain way, right? Like mm-hmm. you weren't meant to be a lawyer. Right. You're like you right. have another purpose right. and you are literally living it right now. Right. You know, totally. and, 
anybody can make more money. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. and so it's focused on what you can do right now and what purpose and cause you can bring to the table, I think. Yeah, and like, oh, totally. Yeah, that's going to be more than any money that you can ever make. Well, I think, like, Oprah, I mean, I, um, not that I watch her, you know, or listen to her stuff <laughs> like, all the wait, time. Okay, I'm, so I'm not what? part of the book club. <laughs> but she said something like, it was yeah. on one of those, one of those, uh, I don't know, some YouTube video or something like that that just popped up and uh, on my feed or something a couple of months ago. And she said, anything that you do, if you can turn it into to where it's acts of service, mm-hmm. That you're you're coming from a place of, of service, of it can be a rewarding thing. That doesn't matter if you're garbage mm-hmm. man. If you're this, if you it doesn't matter, it you doesn't know. Matter. But if you're doing it as a as a like a way that you're coming from a place of like I'm doing this as a service and providing service, like that's just that that's what makes it a really intrinsically valuable experience. Yeah. I feel like you know, absolutely, yeah. totally. You know what's so interesting? So my partner, mm-hmm. founder of Healthy Beings, mm-hmm. he used to own outpatient orthopedic centers. Oh, wow. Like okay. Well, we're talking oh, okay. multiple oh, outpatient wow. okay. orthopedic centers. So what's so what, interesting. What are his credentials? Is he an MD? Um, no, oh. but he is an entrepreneur. He mm-hmm. originally wanted to be oriental medicine, wanted to go to Bastyr, all of that, and realized, no, he's going to hire people who have more experience than him to work under him. He's an entrepreneur. Like, mm-hmm. That is what he does. Yeah. He is a visionary out there. Yeah. Crazy minded guy. Shout out to Trent. But um, <laughs> all day. anyways. So what would be so amazing though, mm-hmm. you know so many people going right. through these surgeries right. and how much of an you know impact can hyperbaric have before and after these surgeries for healing? 100%. You know what I mean? So it's like Well I think people in our age range like yeah. my goal is to never have a total joint replacement. I mean, obviously. Yeah. But you know, and even Pizio, what I was sharing with you. Mm-hmm. Like the Pizio is and, the yes. best think yeah i'm gonna do all ever these. i can't wait I, I like mean, i'm so in. i'm so me and maxi are so jacked on doing all these yeah. like yeah. I, I can't like when i was in there i texted him i'm like bro you need to get here this is dope like like yeah. all, all yeah. this techno like i didn't i i know you you were talking about it for a while and also too i didn't know exactly what you did i knew that she was obviously very credentialed you know yes. naturopathic health and like you know and being a dietitian nutritionist all this stuff right mm-hmm. but um Lauren but I, has I, a million credentials yeah but i didn't realize to the depth and the level that mm-hmm. like you know this stuff and i'm like oh my god like yeah, you know i'm, I'm talking down. to a doctor like yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. yeah this is uh, yeah it's amazing oh, yeah, thank it's, you. yeah no but um but no i can't wait to i can't wait to kind I'm of explore so I want I want you to come in, try it out. Like, oh, if you yeah. have any specific? I know your cousin has mm. his shoulder, or whatever. Right. You know all of that, but mm-hmm. yeah, I'm so down to like have you guys experience it, see what you think, right? And see if it's the right fit. Yeah, you know? no, absolutely. Like, no, yeah. I I think I think it would be really interesting to see someone post post operative care mm-hmm. instead of just doing physical therapy and going back to their normal routine of bad diet, of you know, of overeating, of you know, alcohol consumption, smoking. That's another thing I didn't even realize it you can tell in a surgery who smokes and who doesn't. I'm like, how do you know that? And they're yeah. like, look at this great tissue. Mm-hmm. Nicotine re- reduces, you know, vascularity. And you can, and over, and over decades of doing it, like you can literally see it in the tissue. I'm like, oh my God. So I'm, I, I'm just. That's amazing that you've been able these, to actually yeah. see oh, yeah. it firsthand. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. It's like you can, I mean, there's, there's a lot of things where I'm like, I just see trashed joints all day. So when my buddies were like, dude, I squatted 500 pounds at the gym. I'm like, you're out of your mind. Like, like I, no, no I do. I'm you never. You want to blow it? Like yeah, what? <laughs> totally. Like, I'm just like, what why do you need to do that? Like, and then they start wondering what, you know, it's just like, yeah, I'm just just all about preservation try to take care of your body you want to be in my mind i just want to be like my dad is just 
70 years old can whoop my ass up a hike, mm. you know, mm. like in like yeah. when we did a high hunt 12 miles in, I think a couple of years ago, he was like carrying the rifle 10 pounds heavier on the pack than me. And he was just like smoking me. I'm like, that's Damn. what I want to be, you know, yeah. Longevity. Made, well, it's because you made the right decisions. You know, you never smoked, you know, you never did drugs. You never, you know, I mean, rarely drinks. Baba never had the hookah. <laughs> that he may have. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, in Iran. That's he like may have eaten brownies in the seventies or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. Maybe. Yeah, whatever. Totally. But, but no, he's just like that. Like that's the goal I want to be. My mom was also very healthy too, right? Yeah. Like yeah. you know, they just like they eat properly, all that stuff. And so, luckily, I was in that environment. But mm. now, I think, kind of talking to Lauren, there's all these new things coming out about. Well, mm-hmm. actually, that's not such a good diet. This is actually this type of exercise really isn't necessarily the most optimal. Mm-hmm. This is, you know, and so like we're, yeah. we're kind of a cutting edge right now and figuring. I mean. I don't know, just figuring out some new things about how to have longevity, how to have a good life, how to have a better mood, how to have a better perspective, how to have a healthier body, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's so huge. Like, I do MedEx. With, like, they have the only MedEx machine in this entire state. What's up? And it's a very unique machine that rotates. It it makes you immobilized from right. the waist down, and it focuses. So I do back, and then I'm going to be doing neck because I have whiplash. I have a million car accidents, snowboard accidents, wakeboard <clears throat> accidents, like we're repairing because my body, the, the way that they went through and looked at everything, they're like, yeah, this part of your body is counteracting the other because there's nothing going on. It's like, why do I have always pain here? Why am I always getting headaches? I always thought it was stress or anything else. Like, no, it's actually because of this part of your body right. creating right. the tension that then sends that. I was like, oh, it's like learning all of these, these things in 10 minutes right. that I haven't figured out in years. Right. Yeah. So those are huge. But like the one thing that I wanted to touch on was the PZO. Like I mentioned the other things that are going on, like what I'm yep. doing. PZO for people that are listening that want to know like what this is or are like they've never heard about it before. It is a, um, is it electro magnet. So it's, it's a sound wave. So sound there's wave. an amethyst crystal in the head of it. Yeah. And there's a current that comes through it. And the sound wave is a piezo sound wave, and it will basically um, integrate into the body where there is scar tissue or pain or inflammation, and it will drive out that inflammation. It will break up that scar tissue, and it will bring in nourishment and healing and reduce your pain and bring in healing to that area. So completely heals you. You don't have to use a tennis ball and rubber band or whatever they give you at PT, which people I've had clients who have been doing PT for over a year, no relief are, yeah, have no other options. They do PZO two or three times completely healed. Yeah, that's amazing. Completely that you, that you actually, NFL players yeah. use it. Oh, like, that's why, why do you think they bounce saying. back so quick? Yeah, right. yeah. Red lasers, PZO. We got that. I know that yeah. uh, the huge struggle for a lot of these healthcare providers, these orthopedic surgeons that I work with, is getting people to stay committed to physical therapy. Because what will happen is, is they give them regimen. You know, they pass it off to a physical therapist post-op. They're not doing these exercises. There's no way to monitor it. Yeah. Now we've actually came out with a way that my company actually has partnered with Apple, and mm-hmm. so we can. Uh, you you have a watch. It gives you it basically tracks if they're doing these workouts or not and gives them simultaneously the workouts to do, lets them know all these times and stuff. So now you can actually track post-operative care, which is really cool. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. So, but like at the same time too, not everybody does that. I think you're, the population that's actually going to your clinic yeah. is the are the people that are like, I'm actually really rigorous about the, the regimen yep. that they're giving me and it's not working. And I gotta say, yeah, you can do all the exercises you want, but until you get down deep into the core, it's not truly going to to make a difference, I mean, right? Core and meaning, so, meaning abs, 
or no, no. come on <laughs> no but i do have to say like you will not find a pezia wave in any pt clinic because it is like a three hundred thousand dollar machine something crazy like that and guess what pts can't afford a machine like that no. because of their care cycle so our westernized meaning too model, many many too many patients yeah, and, but like, they only like, get, what, 15 minutes with each or 30 minutes with sure. each or whatever it is. And so you can't possibly make enough money to pay back that machine. We just happen to already have four because my partner, who is the entrepreneur who already had this technology just previously, it's already paid off. Mm-hmm. We decided we want to integrate all of this into one center. Yeah, right? So absolutely. that's how we ended up having it. So it's just it just all is aligning in a way. That has been workable. If so, that makes sense. So I have okay. So I got a question for you. A uh, really good buddy of mine had uh, um, he was snowboarding fractured. He has had a Liz Frank fracture in his foot. Mm. Yeah, gnarly, right? And God, I don't. And I do his boot. Uh, yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. I must have. I, I don't know. The softest boot ever. Or he might have just been hucking a cliff. I don't know. <laughs> I like. Yeah. I don't, That's I don't know. insane. Yeah. He he goes pretty extreme. Not gonna name names. But uh, yeah. Anyways, um, because uh, I'll definitely be sending this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no. Um, He'll know who he is. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So could someone like him? Do you think uh, get a, a substantial benefit from? Yeah. COVID? Okay. Because okay. think about this too, and I want to tie this back to another thing that I have available is. Your body goes through trauma. Mm-hmm. And so when you go through trauma, that trauma gets stored in your body. And synaptic pathways. Yes. Yeah, so exactly. think neuropeptides yeah, yeah. that are released from your brain, they get stored. Whether you get whiplash, you break a bone, whatever it is, you go through a divorce, like something very traumatic. Right. It gets stored in your body. And so breaking up that tissue that's storing it will help drive it out, but then also doing theta chamber. Okay. That is what is going to release that stored trauma from your body and that's where the healing actually occurs is when you start to deal with emotions. Emotions associated with that for sure. Emotions and trauma is the first thing that anybody should ever address if you are in pain or imbalance in your body. There was an interesting book I read. I was I had debilitating back pain for about Mm. three years. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was I was doing deadlifts one time and I and I just overdid it. Woke up the next morning my back was like frozen and I'm like, oh my God. And then I kind of went through these cycles to where like if I stood for long periods of time, I didn't realize this but I, I um it was my psoas was tight, you yeah. know, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know about that muscle. And then I, fit, you know, so I got new, after a couple of years, I experimented with different stuff. I thought I literally had an autoimmune disease, like ankylosing spondylitis where yeah. you're back confused. Like mm. it's a rheumatoid condition. Like, yeah, it's what? like, so, but you know, like the, uh, the rheumatologist came back and he was like, um, yeah, I think you're just, uh, uh, complaining a lot. Basically, nothing going on. With you. Yeah, uh, it's all in your head. Yeah, I think there's a rock in your shoe, dude. Like, I think it's been in there for two and a half years. Get it out. You yeah, know? like so. But Go no. jump in the ambulance. Exa- <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get out of your, your puss. <laughs> so, so, anyways, um, no, he was. Uh, so, I, I thought a lot of different things. I was just trying to come up with some type of, uh, um, you know, kind of diagnosis for why this is happening, why I can't cure it. And, um, what, uh, you know, I did, did, uh, some diets and stuff like that, that reduced inflammation. I did the whole 30 and just different stuff like that. But, um, kind of through my education of what back pain can be and what pain can be, there was a guy named Dr. Hanscom who actually is from Swedish, wrote a, wrote a book called back in control and he had debilitating back pain. He's, and he's actually a spine surgeon, right? And mm-hmm. so he's like, if I'm a spine surgeon, I can't figure out what's wrong with my back. What the hell is going on with American healthcare? Right. Yeah. So he looked at it and he's just like, okay, like, you're getting a fusion on L5 S1 bottom vertebrae that you have, right? Well, what happens? Is that going to heal it? Nope. 
it's just going to go right up to the next vertebrae mm-hmm. and then the next vertebrae and the next vertebrae. What he realized was, is he, if you can, he started doing this, like what you're talking about, trying to deal with the emotions of pain before mm-hmm. he's actually dealing with the physical elements of pain. And he started right. Like it was, you know, and you're like, wow. this is some cuckoo shit. No way. You know, but like this is your, this reinforces it. He's cured people not even, not even cutting them open, you yeah. know? And I'm just like, yeah. and that's what his calling was is he'd, after, you know, and you, you're incentivized, right? You get RVUs. It's a production-based oh, yeah. job. So you get more money the more operations you do, right? Oh, yeah. Right. So these guys that have been accruing debt for 15 years, they they have a heavy, you know, I want to make money. You know, I want to yeah. make a million bucks a year, you know? And more power to, I, I get it, right? Like, you know, like you, you, everybody's got to make also what it, they're trained in, it's right? What, it's, like it's some people are thought, not right? completely yeah, yeah, yeah. open-minded totally, to it. And totally. it is what they're trained in. They are out to do good. Right. They are. They want to help 100%. people. 100%. Oh, 100%. No, but absolutely. truly, they're missing something. Exactly. That is what our Western... It's treat the symptom, not the yes. cause, right? Yeah. And like, I think that's where yeah. that's that's what I realized is, is I see all the people that are just trying to treat the symptom rather than like, yeah, like looking at the deeper things, that's a much tougher thing to do. Fix me, right? Yeah. I don't want to change what I'm doing. I don't want to, I, you know, I don't want to get off the, you know, my couch. I don't mm-hmm. want to go do core workouts. I don't want to start yeah. reading, you know, enriching books. I don't want to go for, you know, like... I just want to have this shit fixed. My knee hurts. Like, and it's like, well, your knee might not hurt if you do these things, if you Mm -hmm. eat this diet, if you concentrate on these things, if you're appreciative, if you you come from a level of gratitude, right? Yeah. But I think now the evidence is following that. Like there's, Mm -hmm. you can measure this, you know? And so I think when you talk about Westernized medicine and stuff, I mean, you're just ringing so many bells with me, Mm -hmm. you know, because like, yeah, it's it's just what I see every day. And, you know, and I mean, I'm no, I'm no medical doctor. I'm just observing. Right. But, uh, but yeah, there's, there's there's so much depth to what you're saying right now. for sure. Absolutely. And I think that is beautiful because I think bridging the gap is where it's at, Mm -hmm. you know, because Western medicine, we need it. You know, there is a lot of advancement. We need these surgeries. We need all of that. But Mm -hmm. like, when it comes to keeping people healthy and creating longevity and yep. quality of life, yep. yeah, you want to get to the root cause Absolutely. and you want people to heal healthfully. You don't totally. want to reverse it. No. Uh, like, you know, what I was telling you earlier, it's a lot easy to maintain health versus getting to a point where you have to try it, you and You have backtrack. to reverse it. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Yeah. Is there anything else you want to touch on this, on this subject? I don't think so. Let's go on to the next one. So... As Persians, we always have to end any conversation with a funny story, a laugh, or whatever. Because this is what I do with my with my family over in Iran. And like, there's yeah. this whole turmoil going over there right now, but I'm not going to get into that. So the uh, one of the points that I had that was like, just like the whole, there's a lake life here and there's a dating scene here. Okay. But so like you've... We are on on the lake all the time. And there's the dating scene. One of the stories that had come up in the first podcast was when you and I flew down to Scottsdale, Arizona, to meet up with Kyle. Best trip. <laughs> Best. You you didn't trip. make it on the float because you, you because you, I had you a tiger snooze. Yeah. Oh, oh what? Aww. This is oh when I had God. the be- this That's is when I had the wasp right. wasp reaction. That's right. And I was it was 105 Legit because excuse. we went golfing the day before. It was 105. Oh, I got right. heat stroke. I didn't I had golf. I just I showed up after like meeting up with one of my buddies for lunch, and I just grabbed a cart and just drank and just yeah. drove around. Remember that? Yeah. We were hiding. Oh, under- get out of the way, like yeah. dude. We were hiding under a tree. We were trying to call. 
call us like where are you guys we're like I, I think we're on like pole 15 or that was something. a ratchet golf course by the it way. was so bad yeah it yeah. was it terrible was like not, yeah it was not yeah. like a resort and we were playing thunderstruck underneath the tree <laughs> waiting for you <laughs> <laughs> and we drove home great, yeah and great, so we cool. were like good, beyond good, Ollie. Yeah, beyond awesome. toasted yeah yeah and then kyle drove us home we sat in the bed of the truck because oh, this truck right. was so small oh that's right. oh no i think he was just so sick of us he's like dude like i have to sober up and like like you guys are ugh. yeah yeah you're too much yeah yeah, yeah. Get so bed. yeah yeah exactly <laughs> get so, <it> back <laughs> so the the thing that i wanted to kind of uh just touch on lightly mm. as as we round this out mm. maya day club Oof. when we were there yeah do you remember the crew the australian pro golfer that showed up uh, Everything. I, yeah. Do you vaguely remember I, it? I, do, I vaguely remember vaguely it. Remember Very it. vaguely. Yeah I, yeah. I just remember I was kind of in my own. It was in my own world. Uh, you know, I was, I, <laughs> always I, world. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a great world. <laughs> Only one person has access, though. Sorry. Um, yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, um, so, yeah, yeah. I just remember we got there. I was copping a buzz, and uh, now that I'm, I, I don't say drunk anymore. By the way, um, I don't, I'm in my thirties. Really I get okay. buzzed. I get buzzed. You're buzzed. Okay. I just you know what? I don't remember, and I vomit. I was buzzed. Okay, I was never. <laughs> no, drunk. that was yeah. a Lauren move. Not, <laughs> not our Lauren. No, 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 no. Yeah, not like, Lauren. Right. So in the podcast, right. they were like, "Who?" Because you would ask me the question, you're like, "Who was it? This girl, like this blondie?" Oh yeah. Mm. I don't and know. it was, was the it, other. Yeah. Do you remember the other Lauren that was with us? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. she nuked the entire pool. We were sitting there, and JJ went and grabbed like this cold chain off the kid for like the bet. And she was just like, mm. and we we're like, you know "What? She I don't know. And she just. Oh, Ollie doesn't. Ollie was super. What did you buzzed. Buzz. I was buzzing. He was yeah. buzzing. Oh my god! I what? <laughs> yeah, no. Because I, I remember you like that. ran back and forth to like grab drinks, and like four other girls would show up because you're like the tallest dude there. Well, I mean, you know, that, just like, you know, yeah. pulling in on the ladies. Yeah. yeah, he was the tower then. Yeah, you know? I got, I got, oh, he was tower. <laughs> I got jokes. You know, just make them laugh. <laughs> oh god. Just, maybe, I, maybe maybe he'll maybe he'll uh, you know ignore all your uh, other deficiencies. You know, <laughs> he's just keep telling jokes. <laughs> I will just never forget when we showed up at the airport and we we're like, all right, where's this Ollie guys the first time I met you? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah and yeah, I sh- yeah. we showed up at the airport. I'm like, okay, who are we waiting for? It's like, Ray oh, Ollie. Like, we got to wait for yeah, Ollie. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I just look and it's straight out of a movie. You're dead center aisle. Everybody's like blurry. You've got this full blown like button up tucked into your shorts with your slips on oh dude my, and, my sperry's man yeah, yeah the yeah, sperry's yeah. and your suitcase was like 1970s like yeah, yeah, total yeah. pimp mm-hmm. oh dude yeah yeah i remember that and i had a you you always i don't really remember this i just remember you telling me it i had ray-ban sunglasses on yeah and i was just like walking through like it like cool i don't know some cool slick dude or something like yeah, that. yeah, just yeah, yeah so yeah. slick yep. and that was such a fun trip but it's like i always remember it was like you you have a suave way with the ladies and when we're out going about like different clubs different bars different whatever outings that we're at you know, what is it that have you noticed like a big thing between girls in the Northwest compared to girls in Scottsdale? Well, let me let me say uh, thank you for the compliment. Uh, it was obviously I feel like, you know, kind of pepping it up a little bit, um, but mm-hmm. uh, wasn't always like that. I was probably the most self-conscious uh, socially just didn't have social acuity, you know, whatever. And I just, and I, uh, there was a couple of bad experiences in my dating life, that were, you know, mostly me just kind of being oblivious to stuff. And I was like, okay, I need to, I need to figure this out. Like I actually need to do research, you know, I need to like read books, you know, about like, <laughs> you what, need like to learn. totally. Yeah, yeah. I had to learn. Women. Right? What grow. are they? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
what are they? Why don't they think exactly the way that I do? Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, so dude, nobody should think the way you do. Uh, but, um, but yeah, like, uh, uh, so to kind of answer your question, do I notice a difference? I do. Um, I think, I think women in the Northwest, um, especially the Seattle area, uh, a lot, a lot more guarded, a lot more intentional, I want to say, um, hmm. meaning that's, you know, that's a, that's a good way to put it. I feel like, because I feel like they're, a lot of women that work up that work up here live here. They're coming from a lot of them are coming from out of area, and the ones that do stay, they're in tech. Uh, they have MBAs. They have law degrees. They have you know yeah. we have a huge medical scene here. Like you're, you're talking to very very educated women, women that can well they can demand a lot and say hey like if you are going to be occupying my time, what are you bringing to the table? Yeah. Now you can get very butthurt when you first kind of get that impression. I think when you talk to them. But to kind of to respect them, I think I think the the intellectual quality of women up here is kind of unlike anything that I've seen uh, anywhere else mm. in the United States. You go to, you know, and it's a different vibe too, right? Like you go to LA, mm. right? Well, you're gonna have software engineers. You're gonna have big time, you know, directors at tech companies. Like not necessarily, right? You're gonna have you know women that are trying to make it in acting and modeling, right? Like, and there's a lot of social climbing there in my experiences, right? You go to Austin, Texas, that's kind of becoming a bit more of a tech scene and stuff, but you just have women that are a little bit more free going. Mm. Um, well, I should say, and I shouldn't just say women, right? Like uh, men too, right? You know, mm -hmm. like, you know, you have uh, men that are more free going, people that are just like, no, no, man, I'm just living life, you know? Yeah. And, th and there's, and there's, you know, neither is wrong. Um, but I think, I think it is much more difficult to have a successful dating life in the, in the Northwest in Seattle than it is other places. Like I know, People that we both we all know, you know, like oh, have moved yeah. to Texas, have moved to California, you know, like uh, you know, talking to my buddy that you and I both know, yep. like uh, works for Amazon, lives in lives in uh, L.A. Tell telling me about it, he's like, it's just it's night and day, man. Like mm -hmm. it's just like it, you know, you just I don't know, you just go talk to him. They but at the same time too, women are a lot more receptive to someone who is confident and a guy who can kind of come up and talk to you. So I think a lot of the a lot of the thing. A lot of thing in the in this city is like, what's the number one what's the number one complaint that you hear from women, Savon, about men in this city? I I'm not the person that. <laughs> well, and I don't know if you're going to agree with me, Lauren, but what do they say? Guys don't come talk to me here. I hear that all the time. I think that points to there's a lot of wounded masculine men in this area who mm. are just trying to make it, trying mm. to fit in, right. trying to be a certain way, whatever. And there's also a different presence. Right. Of what is a male, what is a female, right? You know, and, and, and it you're makes almost, it really difficult. Yeah, it mm -hmm. makes it really difficult for a woman to actually be in her authentic, you know, mm -hmm. self, right? Um, and to also portray it in a way for a man to be invited in to actually talk to her. There, there, you know, it, so it, there has a lot sides. of energy. It's on things both, that are going 100%, 100%. on. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, I think I think men are stifled because they're like, what if this? Women don't have a very uh, inviting aura about mm. them up here like mm -hmm. they do in other cities. Men also too. Like, I mean, talking to Riley, I remember he's like, yeah, dude, some of the women in Seattle suck. He's like, you know who else sucks? I'm like, who? And he's like, the dudes. And I'm like, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, just yeah. like so the the dating scene just isn't it isn't what it what I've seen in other areas. You know, yeah. even mm -hmm. if you go to Portland, it's like completely different. Mm -hmm. You know, like it's just. I don't know. It's just, I, I feel like men are afraid to go talk to women. They're afraid to be masculine. Is that wrong to be masculine? A lot of men are kind of, in my opinion, like, you know, shamed sometimes for being this, you know, this guy, well, I don't want to offend her and make her think that my, by me opening the door that she can't do that. 
Mm. I don't want to assume to pay. Maybe I should pay for dinner, but then am I implying somehow that she can't afford dinner? It's like, so this idea, I think a lot of guys want to be chivalrous, you know, Mm -hmm. but they also too don't want to offend. Right. Jeez. Well, I mean, I mean, we can, can, uh, yeah. Anyways. So I, um, I think, yeah, I think to just kind of answer your question in short, definitely different from a lot of other areas. I'm sure every area has their, their different, uh, their different sticks, right? Like uh, from what I've heard about uh, New York and Chicago women, you got to be very direct and very upfront how you doing oh, yeah. how you know like you know and i mean really I'm like, talking to yeah. you you come over here <laughs> yeah. you figure it out you fuck off uh, this yeah. is how it goes hey yo finish your coffee we're going for a war <laughs> now forget I'd about be like, it okay yeah, yeah forget about whatever. it whatever yeah, yeah so thank god lauren was like you're up cool. here they're like would you Let's mind if it. maybe it would be okay hypothetically if like <laughs> we might get coffee and i'm like you know, and then what the, in the actual f- and then the woman's know. like assault and then the guy's like shit and you know like <laughs> it's so twisted here it is yeah. so twisted it's not clear and it's it's really kind yeah. of yeah messy no definitely mm-hmm. yeah that's why i'm so glad i found lauren totally that's more like she found me but whatever you found each other we hey, found. I met both you guys the same night. So that's true. I did. That's true. Yep. Really? Yeah. Yeah. It's the first time I ever met both of you. I think you stuck your hand down her back pocket. No, he slapped my ass when I was trying to shoot oh, pool. Oh, that's what it was. <laughs> oh, nice. Think you guys might have been standing next to each other, and I, I was probably like, was like, "Do it." <laughs> and, I, and then I was like, <laughs> yeah, "You I was, prompted I, this." I just do like turned around. Pr- who was that? Yeah. And like Savon. And he acted like he didn't do shit. He's just like, mm, gives yeah. you the little, yeah, exactly. Yep. Oops. I'm, I'm like, sorry. Whatever. The sad part about this is. He doesn't remember. He I doesn't don't remember. remember me. Shocker. Shocker. He doesn't yeah. remember me at Shocker. all. Shocker. So sad. Yeah. Well, at least we came around, whatever, a year later, whatever yeah. it was. Yeah, man. But dude, this is good. This was fun. I I learned thoroughly a lot. hope that I get invited onto this again. Oh, this oh yeah, probably one of the coolest things I've ever done. Oh yeah, I was very nervous coming into this. I was just like, oh my god, am I going to get stifled? Absolutely. Turns not. out I didn't because I'm running on ketones hey. and just yeah, dude. operating on different levels. Right yeah, now. yeah, dude. All the energy like rolled into it super well, and it was Thanks, just man. like such a fun time. Oh yeah, yeah. Man. Learned a lot, Lauren. You brought some good stuff to the table. The heat. Yeah, the substance, the depth, the yeah. depth. Yeah, that's yeah. what that's what counts. That's Right. Do you do you do like social media or your work no, or anything? Man. All off. You're all, all off. off. I have a I have, I have a LinkedIn and that is it. I deleted it like three and a half years ago. Yeah, man. Uh, haven't looked back. Good deal. Well, because I was gonna be like, can people find you? And it's like they can't. No. That is well. If people want to reach Ollie. Just DM me and I'll hook you up. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. DM. Here's his number. Here's his address. Keys under the mat. Get in there. Yeah. Get right in there. Get in there. I know I'll you guys want to see his hair. Yeah. <laughs> they want that hair. Exactly. Yeah. So chat to DM at Lauren Bruin. Um, you can find her on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then, um, yeah, dude, this was super fun. Awesome, dude. So I'm so stoked. Thank you, everybody, for listening on today's episode. And uh, until next time. Cheers. Cheers. All right. So good. Amazing. Yeah. See, I told you it would be great. (laughs) Yeah, you guys, that was solid. Yeah.